Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Well, welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment podcast. Here's mm-hmm, truly mm-hmm. Ashley Chandler and Pastor Jim Parkin. Welcome back. What is up? What's up? It's thundering right now. It is, man. Yeah. That's okay. So let's recap. 9-11 came and went. Uh, for people who probably saw me post it, but I was actually hired to Grand Blank Fire Department on the day on 9-11. So Saturday was 20 years of service in the first responder kingdom. That's wild. So it's, That's it wild is wild to me. Um, I appreciate and was also kind of petrified how much in detail my kids like learned about it at school. Like, yes. Yeah, there's a little yeah. bit because, you know, I've got a first grader and a fifth grader and stuff. So I actually pulled up a Australian like 20 years later, they just did it in August. They just posted it a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And there is a CEO from Australia that was in the second tower. Um, not the first one that got hit, but the second one. And then the prime minister was actually in the States when this mm-hmm. all went down and everything. And so they were doing their, like they had like a panel of folks that were talking about it 20 years later and stuff. And so I'm watching this. We like open it up on our kitchen table and we're watching this together. And there was part of me that I'm like, should my seven year old be watching some of this footage of what's going on? And and see, I would say yes. Yeah. But, you know, I think that Wild. we got to be real careful to make sure kids yeah. are getting taught the truth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and not some shady version. You know, there's, there are some reports across the country of, I don't know who the woman is, but she's Muslim and whatever. It's neither here nor there. The problem is, is she is like wanting to educate kids, but changing the language and, and not saying that it was radical Muslims or radical Islamists that, that did this attack, that it was like trying to take that lens off. Okay. And, and saying that if you teach it that way, that's just racism. And it's, hmm. I'm like, no, let's be real careful. Like kind yeah. of changing the story. The documentary that we watched, actually, there was another one you could kind of, we looked up a couple because actually Kalina, my oldest, asked a really good question. She's the ninth grader. And she asked mom, so where did this group, like where did Al Qaeda even come from? Like what, whatever. So we actually watched a whole thing on how that all, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And they started with like the 500 years the Ottoman Empire was around. And then in like 1914, yeah. that got all dissolved and all this stuff. And so there's a lot of stuff that I don't know as if I even re- like learned the first time in school all the way to even understand how much of that, even that history. Right. And stuff. So that, that was quite interesting, but yeah, um, you know, it's wild, you know, it is. And it's super important. It's yeah. super important to educate our own kids, like with facts and truth yeah. and stuff, because, you know, we're, it's, it's getting wild out here. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting wild. And I think, you know, I, 
Okay. So as you know, we're going to, I'm going to shift gears and then we'll shift back. Okay. I got to touch on something because I have to, it's just, and whatever, people are going to disagree and I don't even care, but really having a difficult time when people are using the excuse that masks gives their kids post-traumatic stress. I think it really is more, you are forcing this fight or using them in your fight against a school policy in a lot of cases. You know what I mean? Like, I understand I don't like mandates either. I don't like big government. I don't like overreaching government, any of that. And I understand where parents are coming from, but we have to quit throwing around post-traumatic stress disorder. Like I'm slapping that on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause if you can explain to me how it freaks your kid out so bad that then maybe I, we can have a discussion how my four-year-old just slaps a mask on like it's, and it's, you know, And, and I think the problem kind of to sidestep into something a little bit different. The problem is then what our leadership wants us to do is they want me to fight with you and they want you because you're not down for this mask mandate to call me. I'm just a sheep because I just do whatever the government says. Yeah. Right. And, and all that we're successful in doing is being at each other's throats. Yeah. 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 No, we like, have to be super careful. Cause I, I talked to a mom just the other day that she's got a couple of kids that have really struggled the last couple of years with anxiety and mm-hmm. like her, her, her high schooler dropped 25 pounds last year in the school year because of all the anxiety through all this COVID stuff and putting a mask on didn't help with that. You know? So I, I think that whatever, issue a family is having to navigate we have to be really careful to not just make a ton of assumptions about another person mm-hmm. you know i mean yeah i mean it yeah <laughs> yeah you know i um you know we've talked about it in the past few months of folks i mean you've, re- you've responded to folks having full-out anxiety attacks in the back of the store because they're freaked out about getting too close to somebody or giving somebody covid you know but they got to go mm-hmm. and get their groceries and stuff you know so you know, I, I mean, I, I don't know. That's, that's, I, I hear you. I, I hear you. Well, but it's just, I just want people to be careful like, with how they're engaging with be, all this. Be careful with their language. Yeah. And be careful with like, there's a lot more than just temporary school mask mandates. Yeah. You know, there's a lot bigger picture. Right. And and that's, I know we've had, you and I have had some of those conversations of like, how can I focus on, how can we focus on the larger issues without, um, I know, I mean, putting my seven-year-old in the middle of it, you know, you know, type thing. Like most times, you know, I've, I've been witnessing, I've been witnessing parents and it's like, they're using their kid as the freedom fighter. Yeah. And the kid is really just wants to do like school kid things and just like is probably be like, whatever. Yeah. But on the other hand, like everybody, I think everybody has lost their way and it's like super extreme. 
on all sides. Yeah. Like there, you keep seeing video clips of these teachers and principals and, or not really teachers. It's never teachers. It's just administrators. And there's like saying words, like words are coming out of their mouth and you're like, what? Like, oh, buddy, <laughs> slow down. Like what you're saying, like words matter. Just chill out a little bit. I know, but like, I'm sure they're scared too. You know what I mean? Like we, we've, uh, I mean, our, our son has an IEP and it was a good almost two weeks going back and forth between the school, the county, the, uh, you know, like, and at the end of the day where, you know, like we're, we're all supposed to be on the same page of what's best for our son. But then depending on who you talk to, that's going to look different because they see all these situations differently. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's just, yeah. well, it's, it's just a wild hard. time, you know, it's hard. And, and it seems like people aren't willing to, to engage in any type of like nuance filled conversation. Yeah. Like I've talked to people that are like, who cares about teachers? Like who cares? I'm like, dude, <laughs> like we cared a little are, bit about them a few months ago. I, I would think we right. would still care about them. Yeah. No, right? not if they're, you know, right, right. Not if they're involved in this, they're part of the school. St- but listen, this is not come. This is a health department. Yeah. Like, why do certain rights groups and stuff like that get stuff legislated that they want? Because they have the same focus on the same thing. Everybody's focused on exactly the same mission. The rest of us can't do that. Oh no, no. Everyone else, they're fighting the same fight. It's like this, I'm not going to go into the full sketch because it'd be inappropriate. It's like everybody's got a different fight. They're all just driving in the same car. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and everybody's mad at everybody. You know, like I'm, <laughs> like I'm irritated with moms and nurses because they seem to only think like they're the only ones you know, struggling. And I'm like, like everybody needs to just have a singular focus when we're talking about our country yeah, and, and freedom so what, and stuff like that. So what should that focus be? Like, how can we all better navigate? Like aside, aside from having more respectful, intelligent conversations, you know what I mean? Like we need to stop just bashing people just because they're different or think differently. But yes. how, can, how can we overall keep that focus and what does that look like? Because I've, I've been asking, you know, like we've had those conversations. We, we've been asking that the past few weeks of how we can both <laughs> voice the apprehensions that we have and at the same time not just whine and moan on social media or within our little... Right. And that's the thing, because groups and just like, you know, I would say this, we need to understand what's at stake and it's bigger than school mandates. Right. Like now we're seeing things coming out about where the IRS and the federal, well, the IRS is federal, is going to force financial institutions to report in on what kind of money is like coming into accounts of over 600 bucks. And people, 
Now, I worked in the banking institutions for a long time after, like, in high school and through college. And at my first... Wasn't it, like, 1,200 or something like that was, back in the day? It was, like, 1,000 for, I think it was around 1,000. So they've just lowered the limit. This has always been a thing. But now they've lowered it. And depending on how many transactions... So if you have, like, multiple $500 transactions going through your account in just a couple weeks, they'll still look at that. So if you put in, just because it's a $999 transaction, because it's close, depending on the situation, banks still have departments that monitor that type of activity to make sure that it's not suspicious. But it has been in the past, the bank or the IRS? No, the the bank has to report it to the federal government. And there's a certain, I forget what it's called, but it's at an actual like um, something, something activity report or something. And it's, it's. It's just been a different dollar amount all this time that they've had to report. Okay. So it's been a thing, but the fact that they're lowering it to 600 so that's kind of like, well, what? They're going to like track every $20 you go through your account because people have their paychecks come in all the time. Right. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm like, I get where that's a little, it's kind of ridiculous to me. I don't think that that's, it makes sense. You know, so that's where I feel like it's another distraction. I don't, I haven't done right. enough research to actually understand what right. the real intention is behind that and how it's really that much different. And if the, and that's, that's where it kind of goes back to it. If the bank is saying like, Hey, you should be concerned about this. Is it just because the bank has one more thing they want you to be concerned about? Or is it really that much different than what it was? Like, I, I don't know. That's why it's all nuts right now. Right. right. Well, and so I don't know enough about that, but I do know that they have, so I think I think our bigger issue is what I believe at the, the top level of government is we've like I said last time we've like we 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 pick these people right? right we vote we and the way the government was supposed to be was for the people by the people of the people and it's not that way right and all these things from Afghanistan to you know, mask mandates to now a super overreaching vaccine thing, you know, and like, I, you know, I've been straightforward here. I chose the vaccine. I got it. So did my wife. So did my kids. That's our family, whatever, like move along. We did the thing. Right. But like, the 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 language of we've lost or we've been patient and our pages are wearing thin is that like mm-mm. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah and so while that's happening you know like what kind of what happens is it's like three card Monty You're familiar with that game have you ever no, seen I've it I've heard of it but I I don't know so three is card it, Monty is a game where you get yeah so it'll be three it cards around. one of one might be like, we'll say ace of spades, right? Okay. And so they, that's your card and they put it down and you're trying to follow the card. Well, freedom is the card and they're just <laughs> shuffling things around, yeah. right? Yeah. And like, oh, we're tracking over here to this vaccine thing and this, and this mask mandate thing so that we'll stop looking at the fact that there's still thousands of Americans in Afghanistan. You know what I mean? And it's just like, it's important. The stuff with the schools is important and it does. It makes me happy that people are 
putting in the work. Right. Sincerely, it does. But like I've said before, there's a 500-foot view and a 3,500-foot view, and we have to be watching the whole picture yeah. or we'll just get duped. Yeah. Like, sure, sweet. The kids won't have to wear masks. They'll crumble on that thing. All the while, they've been doing dirt, you know, over yeah. here. Yeah, and I just want sense. people to just don't be hyper-focused on one thing. Understand like, all these things are important. Right? Yeah, understand but how it it's is all related. Yeah. Right. See, and I, think, and I think that that's where sometimes initially when we start one of these conversations, I'm like, but if, if I'm not supposed to care and I'm not supposed to do anything about it and I'm being a big baby about it, then what does that mean? Like, I'm supposed, I'm supposed to be like no, it's just a don't free get citizen. caught up with the one thing. Yeah. Because there's, there's a big, it's like a steamrolling. Yeah. So, I will say anyway. I've learned a lot even in the past couple of weeks. And I think that. You know, I, Nick and I have talked about where I, you know, I really do feel like every every generation has an opportunity to kind of like overcome a very large obstacle. And I think mm-hmm. that um, sometimes it's multiple things. I mean, it just kind of depends. But I, I, you know, unfortunately, you know, you you grow with a little bit of pressure. And I think that we're all a lot more capable and responsible. And I will say that to myself, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, I heard somebody say, you know, that in the past couple of weeks that they were just one of those people that unless you were the first two people on the ballot, they didn't really pay attention. They're just like, ah, you know, whatever. Yeah, no. You know, and so, like, and, you know, that's yeah. that's on me too. You know, if I just voted one ticket, you know, where I didn't look up all the local so-and-sos to actually know what that position is and what that does and how they affect my state and my location, Mm -hmm. then that's on me. That's on me. I'm 36 freaking years old. You know what I mean? Like that's not okay. And And, and we've been kind of just coasting by for a lot of years. And I think that like part of the, that whole stupid make America great again slogan. Yeah. I think a, a lot of the, the greatness of us is like, Oh no, 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 no big boy. You don't get to just get away with that. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. the, all of them. I'm not picking on anyone because like I've said, I will honor their office, but as far as trusting politicians. Mm. Mm, yeah. I would, because, I, yeah. And we can do, we, the people can do a lot more good than just a mm-hmm. few handful of folks in an office somewhere. Right. Now and we need d- to really like, right. but respectfully right. and not like flying off handle. And you can't have a conversation on Facebook without getting your shoes dirty. It's just yeah. Yeah. that filter that like, that can't be the filter. And I know it's the easy one to go to and all that other stuff, but like, like it's time for like real live grassroots groups and meetings and getting together and under like fully understanding all yeah. the rules, where it comes from. Yeah. Like Fenton high school didn't pull this out of their booty. Right. Somebody else told them they were going to do this. Right. And for them, it looks like, okay, so if we don't do this, you're, you know, we lose federal funding. And so I, think of that as like extortion. Absolutely. And I I want to take a second too to really um, just honor our Fenton Police Department because, 
you know, our kid goes to um, that high school and they've been around a lot. They've, there's always an officer on duty. There were peaceful protests last week. There was a walkout on Friday. And, um, you know, we, I personally sent an email over to the department to just thank, um, I think it was, well, I, I personally sent an email to Officer Cole and just, you know, told him our sincere thanks, you know, like, yeah. these, these men and women are out there in the morning and the past couple mornings, the past few mornings, I don't know which one it was, but they had their windows down in their SUV in the parking lot blaring you could hear across the entire parking lot backstreet boys i want it that way (laughs) it just just to break because it's just i know but it's just hilarious and dumb and these Mm. kids probably hate that song and don't even know what it is anyways you know they don't know Um, what it is right but but they just they've they worked with such excellence and to see, you know, like I've shared a few weeks ago, like my kid is expressed an interest in going to law enforcement. Mm-hmm. So regardless of whether she chooses that or not, our family has been able to witness these men and women work with such integrity and character. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm proud of my local police department. Right on. You know what I mean? So I just, all right. Thank you guys for all that you do for our community. It's very, very Absolutely. appreciated. So, all right, I'm going to abruptly turn the page on this because go for it. I was done with that, but I wanted to get into tonight to um, like our mission obviously is, is focused on the first responder and veteran community and how we're going to start doubling down on the veteran community because there's like a crisis that's going to start to unfold soon. Because coming off the, like kind of off the, the tail in here of all this, uh, what's known as GWAT, Global War on Terror Veteran, that veteran generation. Okay. So when you hear me or somebody say a GWAT veteran, that's like, I'm not that. I'm generations before that. Okay. I didn't serve in that time. But so these guys started, if like we started the show with 9-11 was my 20th year. So these guys are coming up on 20 years, right? So they'll be retiring, having had served the whole time during this nonstop two-decade thing, campaign, war on terror, whatever. And there's no real plan. That is where the the anger and the frustration you hear from veterans. They didn't have an exit strategy in regards to, now what do we do with these dudes? Because just getting out, you know, getting out of the military after six and a half years, that's one thing. But retiring, right? Now you're pushing 40, having known only one thing, combat. And it's like, see ya. And the VA is just the VA, and there's no point in harping on them. They have their struggles. Anyone who's worked for this organization knows that. And, you know... So, like, as a ministry, as a house church, as a podcast, we're going to have, I believe, our work cut out for us. Yeah. We're going to really start to need to focus on, you know, on veterans and, and speaking truth and all that stuff. So, there's that. And then, obviously, first responder community and the ER community, 
you know, that's always in the wheelhouse too. So like we're going to come as, as we're about to have to buckle up and we're already buckled up. So it's, it's going to be cool. So now I'm going to transition into that verse I sent you, which is my, my life verse. And it's been used in film in one of my favorite movies. Um, Fury. Have you seen this Fury? It's a, about a tank. I've not seen it. No. Brad Pitt is in it. He plays this old grizzled veteran in the movie. He's called his, his nickname is war daddy. He's just brutal and all this other stuff. But so the scene is they're about to die, basically about to have their final mission. They know it. They're outmatched. They're outgunned. They just have this one Sherman tank and Shia LaBeouf, LaBeouf, whatever that guy's name is, but he's in the movie and he recalls, you know, like he's been the godly man of the bunch right throughout. And the, their sergeant Brad Pitt pulls out this bottle of whiskey because you know he's like may as well get a little tight the line is may as well get a little tight we weren't going to be around for the hangover anyway so like the whole time Shia's character hasn't drank and he snatches the bottle and one of the other guys says like what are you going to do and what they're expecting him is to come forth with some scripture but he's I'm going to drink it and then he recalls Isaiah 6, 8. And it's just, I'll send you the clip, but it's just, it's super heavy. I might just have to watch it. How long of a movie is it? Fury? Yeah. Uh, a couple hours and a half, probably. Okay. okay. It's, it's, it's bad. If, you, if you're down for war movies, this is high level. It's, I am, but they saddened me. Like, it takes me days to, like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it just <laughs> fills me full of pride and yeah. respect and honor. Oh, and, for sure. Same. But it also like, yeah. 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 Anyway. So he just says the verse, he says, you know, he says, then, you know, how it goes. Then the Lord said, like, like who will I send and who will go for us? And then his followers. And I said, you know, here am I send me, you know, and I've just like, for all the things I've done for being in the military, doing this thing that has just been, that's like the one verse, all of them are good. You know this, but everybody (laughs) has like a life verse, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's relatively short. So it's easy for me to memorize. I need it to be short. I have to memorize verses you guys and just, I have an app for it, but it, it breaks it down. So Reagan could do it, but I need that for, I have reading struggles. For so. sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Anyway, it's just cool. And the whole idea of it and the thought of it, you know what I mean? So I kind of wanted to unpack that a little bit. No, that's good. Cause you know, quite often God doesn't, I mean, first of all, he doesn't force us really to do much of anything. I right. mean, we now by our own, by a lot of different accounts, we we can pigeonhole ourselves into certain <laughs> paths, right? Like depending right. on how we do. But I mean, from from what I've experienced, you know, the whole who will we send? You know, when it's what's when it's taking on a mission, when it's serving people, it's very mm-hmm. 
has to come out of a sincere, willing heart to really be like impactful both ways, you know, Mm -hmm. for everybody involved. And so I, I really, that's so courageous, you know, it's so courageous and and scary to be, to be willing, you know, to go and to not know what that's going to look like, what that's going to entail, but to know that, you know, God set you is pretty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's not just while like in this film, you know, and the heart of it and, and the, position in the world that I come from of being mission oriented and being operational and that kind of mindset and just doing what I do. I really relate to the, this tank scene, but it's anything it's, it's what does that look like? If it's teaching, a, going to school, be a teacher, yeah. right. Yeah. To be a doctor, to be a lawyer, to do accounting, yeah. who at whatever the mission is, the idea is like, I'll do it. Like, with like a full heart and a clear mind, I'll do it. Yeah. You know, and, and it's interesting too, cause the, cause the idea of these dudes are saying they're going to take this path. I'm going to do this. and I know I'm going to die. Right. But for faith and for Christianity, we speak of dying, like dying to ourselves. Yep. Right. Yeah. And which is what that is, is you're willing to give up, what you got so to further the the message you know yeah, what I mean? you're all in you know right well and i think of times like i i know that the times that i've been able to participate and serve in very deep and profound important ways on little scales large scales i end up feeling such a sense of honor and humility that i would be given even just a little bit, like a little part of somebody else's life, a little bit of being able to do something incredible for some, somebody else, you know, like, so then like what you said, like a minute ago, but just that honor and that respect, you know, there's a verse that says it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And I think that when we give of ourselves and we, we do allow ourselves to be sent, then Mm -hmm there's so much blessing and so much of that journey that changes us then, you know, for me in times of just, it's just gotten really overwhelming in a good way, like very humbling, like, like I'm, I'm nobody, I'm just another person, right. you know what I mean? Right. And so to be just another Joe that would say, here I am, you know, when right. there's all these other people that could have said yes or are waiting to say yes, or aren't just, you know, aren't there yet or they, they're missing out, you know? Right. Well, it's, yeah, it's just, you know, just having a conversation via text with a a dude, a younger cat who's just getting in to EMS and the fire service and stuff. And I was telling him to always focus on the give, you know, just like who cares what people like, if they even like what we're doing, because they actually like, don't, be doing your thing to hope for pats on the back and recognition and all that other stuff. It's just always be considering the give what I like to do. What's helpful to me, which is in way, some way or another, like dying to self is like, is to take myself out of the equation. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like when stuff is 
you know, whatever, we're doing our thing at work or whatever, and just take myself out of the equation and make it less about my comfort, like my needs, like you, if that makes sense. And just, and then it's just, it's easier to focus on the service and the, yeah. And the mission and all that stuff. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, you know, in a lot of ways, um, in first responder world, especially in, in, in for veterans, I, you, we've had conversations about this when these dudes are out doing their thing in combat is really just about the guy next to them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's really about like when Dan and I are out, when we're working, it's that partnership, man. It's, it, it's to the level where if like one of us is in a conversation that doesn't seem to be going well, the other will just slide in. Like almost if this, he didn't like, just couldn't help himself. Yeah. You know, and that's like everywhere we go. Everywhere we go, we cannot speak words and be like, and know that it's time to get out of a situation. It's just, I don't know. That's a cool thing. That was a little bit of a rabbit hole, but it's a different, different world. Right. And right now the kind of the way things are unfolding, like across the veteran community, the feeling is we're going to have to take care of ourselves and all these veteran owned and operated companies are just stepping up rather than waiting. You know what I mean? And I think that's where we're going to come in. We're going to, we're going to start to partner up and see where we fit into that game and, and just, and as we should. Yeah. As the church. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think that there's a lot, I mean, just think of the lives and the people that could, could be supported and strengthened and the lives that Mm -hmm. could be changed. If more people said, here I am. And from my experience, I know that we all have those needs, right. And to be able to put it in the right order, I know that God meets my needs in that process, you know, and, um, it's just, it's pretty cool. You know, like it's a simple thing like, Hey, I need a friend. I should go be a friend to somebody. You know, and then that whole journey that it all gets right. you know figured out, you know, and stuff. So, um, you know, it's really cool. I think that a lot of people's journey to healing, to reconciling, to finding forgiveness, to overcoming in their job or at home, like so much of it is to say, you know, I'm willing, I'm I'm willing to go and do, you know. Right. And um, I read in a book one time that it's not about who needs to change it's about who's willing to change right you know so just again just that willing heart that willing spirit it's mm-hmm. it's very powerful it's very powerful yeah and we'll put that verse up in the show notes but okay it's yeah, like we'll do. it's a big deal this is a thing like the heart of it this is a thing these dudes like people like me who you know they decide to do ems or police or fire work in the ER and do their thing. You are fighting a yawn. I can see it. I'm, I'm so to... sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's so funny. It's so hard to do. Anyway, and that's talent. Okay. Neither here nor there, but it's just profound. This is, that is like the message that gets people there. Even if they don't know it, yeah. that idea of I'll do it. Yeah. 
I mean, that verse is the heart of the guy that waits his whole life to jump on a grenade for somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is, it is. Crazy, yeah. And like, so all of us that are in Genesee County right now, this is so shorthanded, so shorthanded that is laughable at this point is we're well past being discouraged and just, just, it's crazy. Can somebody please clear the hospital? We have calls pending, you know, and it's just, but we're in this thing, man, and we're in it together and we are going to do everything we can here to do what a lighthouse does. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. That's it. This was one of those spring, like Seinfeld episodes. It really didn't make a lot of sense. Probably if you did listen somebody. hard, it's all cohesive. It all <laughs> kind of lines up together. <laughs> it all, yeah, it'll, it'll all work out. Yeah, but, man. that was good. That was good. Anyway, that's what I would say, you guys that listen, just keep on doing what you're doing. Yeah. I'm not going to say we're one day closer because I don't, I, I don't think we are. I think it's, this is going to be heavy, but I think we need to be ready to get some blood on our hands, y'all. I think there's going to be a reckoning but after that i think there's going to be a revival so boom there you go there you go <laughs> <laughs> so it will be yeah. good we'll be yeah. good and we'll be here so yep. check us out on mondays if you had been there last night you would have seen that i smoked some mac and cheese and make carnitas you did not. <laughs> we had you, to cook it, man. Did you do that I on had, purpose? No, I did that because we needed to use the stuff. Because I requested smoked I'll make mac it and again, cheese. Man. I'll make it again. I love <laughs> making it. But like, I was like, dude, I got to cook this meat. Yeah. I had ham and stuff for the mac and cheese. I was like, I got to use it. Man. Tonight, though, you guys, we took the leftover carnitas and we made baked nachos, which is the, the whip. If you've never had those, they slap. You've never had baked nachos? Baked nachos? Yeah. That's the only way you make nachos. No, no, no. This is different. So I know, but this is what you do. Though. Okay. You take like a cookie, like a baking pan. Yeah. 13 by 9 inch pan. And you spray the stuff in the bottom so it doesn't stick. Okay. Put your chips and smash them. Smash them. Then you take and put whatever meat we use leftover meat but typically we use like ground beef taco okay. meat season okay. it up throw that on a little bit of cheese shredded lettuce a whole bunch of cheese and we put pico on it or diced tomatoes okay. and then you bake it till all the cheese is all melty and golden brown and you cut those little slappers out like lasagna or something throw a little salsa we're going to have to try for that. For you Americans. I've, ne- I've never done the, it that way before. What is that? Sour cream on there? Oh, yeah, yeah, It's so good. It sounds good. We've only ever done, like, I've never crushed the chips before. I've only done just. That's just throwing. so they fit in the bottom. But, yeah, it's so, yeah. It's, it's all melty and whatnot. <laughs> sounds good. Hey, I can show you some food things. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Keep looking on the socials. I'm having a hard time with Facebook, so you won't see me there too much. But uh, Instagram and TikTok has given us some good feedback and Twitter's. Cool. Twitter's okay. weird. I just literally, I like, this is so dumb, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I, what I'll do is I'll, like, open up, like, I'll download tic, uh, Twitter and open up my account and post a podcast. 
I might stick around for five minutes or 10 and I delete it again. Okay. You, you <laughs> Every know, week. Same thing with Facebook. Well, you know, like in Count of Monte Cristo where they have to open up their door and they just like slide the food in the room. That's what, like that's, that. what I, <laughs> that's what I imagine it to be. <laughs> with Facebook. Throw it in there. I posted a little bit this week because of 9-11, but. Yeah. Yeah. I can't get with it. Sorry, guys. Nothing but love for you, but I I can't get with it. It just breaks my heart, so I just steer clear. All right. Okey-doke. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see ya.